Oh my goodness. Uh, why am I going two weeks before I do another podcast? What is that? What is that? Well, anyways, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wanted to do one every single Sunday and I really have no excuse. It's not that I was too busy last Sunday. It was just that I was in that kind of mood and the night went on and then I didn't ever come in here and do it because I'm actually in my closet. So I actually have to come in here and sit down and make myself do it. And I noticed some dust flying around here and I'm like, if this hurts my allergies, but you know what? That would just be the enemy because we are doing this podcast. But then I had a gnat around me, which really is the enemy because gnats make me crazy. Z. But I killed that gnat, so we are good to go. So, welcome, 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 you guys. If you will, please go to iTunes and leave me a review. I love reading your feedback. I appreciate your messages that you send me. You can find me on any social media platform under Christina Smith McCulley. I am Christina Smith McCulley on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And if you aren't on them three, please connect with me and like send me a message. Let me know you heard me here. And I'll make sure that I send you a friend request because sometimes they get too full. But mm-mm. if you're listening to my podcast, then we are friends. Hey, even if you're not listening to my podcast, we're still friends. But you know what I mean? I do want to make sure that I am connected with you. So today, tonight, right now, whatever time of day it is, I'm a little hyper. I have this new product I've been taking and it gives me like a really happy energy. And I just took one. <laughs> probably too late in the day but you know whatever I didn't want to eat everything in the house tonight so I feel very like ready to go so I am going to throw in the introduction for those of you this is your very first time and you need a little introduction of who I am I'm going to throw that in here and get right back with you well hey y'all welcome to closet confessions with Christina's podcast where we're going to talk about the hilarious not so funny truths about the Christian walk some people are called to speak on stages but the Lord has called me to share my heart from my closet hey I'm Christina mom of three married to my high school sweetheart multi-passionate entrepreneur who has struggled with insecurities self-worth depression and all that fun stuff the world has to offer but God He continues to remind me he is not intimidated by my mess. And when I spend time with him, he reminds me who I am and whose I am. So if you're ready to laugh and you believe Chick-fil-A is the Lord's chicken, then come on into my closet so we can talk through this crazy life together. So, how have y'all been doing? I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, I have not been feeling my best. And that has to do with quite a few things. One, I have been spending too much time on social media. I have been reading everybody else's opinions and views on what is going on in the world. Um, I've been letting some fear creep in, some anxiety, some worry. Also, I did change businesses, which with anything, when change comes, some people aren't happy about it. Some people are, regardless, it just is change. And, you know, we're used to comfort. We're used to, like, we want comfort. You know, we don't we don't want stress. We don't want in anything uncomfortable. So when any kind of change comes, that can bring uncomfort, really. Is that a word? Uncomfort? Is that a word? Yeah, I think so. So I've been kind of in, ugh, but... Last night and this morning, just spending a lot of extra time with God, a lot of extra time in the Word, I was like, you know, this is not, I mean, this fear, 
that I've been experienced is not from God at all. You know, the Bible says he does not give us a spirit of fear. So if he didn't give me a spirit of fear, where is it coming from? From the world, from the enemy. And that's what we're going to talk about, fear. And I guess some anxiety, because I know I'm not the only one experiencing this right now. I mean, there's no way, unless you have been totally living like in the middle of a field and you have no electricity, no internet, which means you are probably not listening to this at all, then you have seen all this stuff that we've been dealing with, virus and vaccines and people are sick and this is being said and this is being said and this one is doing this one and just I mean you know what I mean so let's talk about that let's talk about fear and what that means and what we can actually do about it like I just said the Bible says he hasn't given us a spirit of fear and when I read that this morning I was like okay okay God if you haven't given it to me then where's it coming from and I know where it's coming from. It's coming from voices. And the Bible also says, if you're my children, you will know my voice and my voice you will obey. You will not follow the voice of the enemy. So I know that the things I'm allowing myself to read and listen to and all that is not his voice. Now, I'm not saying necessarily the enemy's voice because some of my friends on newsfeed, they're not trying to like throw the devil's voice in my ear. But, you know, you just can get very anxious reading about so many people sick and and just really heavy-hearted, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't have empathy or be sympathetic or pray for these people at all. I mean, it's I, I was I have a friend, and her husband is in the hospital right now, and she's had two very big scares where the hospital has called and said we about lost him. We called a code blue, just everything. And I had a vision of her because, you know, she can't go to the hospital. She can't be in the hospital with him because of COVID. And so I just had a vision of her, like, and I don't even know because I, I mean, she's a friend of mine, but I haven't, um, not like a super close friend where I would be up in her business. So I haven't talked to her about this at all, but I kind of had a vision of her like laying on the floor and just crying and worrying and fretting and feeling so out of control you know that's really what fear kind of boils down to is that we don't have control and she has no control she can't make him better she can't be there with him even if she was it was it wouldn't be like she could actually you know make him better all we can do is pray that's all we can do and that feels so not enough to me, it does. It, feel, it feels like I should be doing something. Like, I know I've said on a podcast, I think my very first podcast, we think if we're not worrying, then we're doing something wrong almost. You know? Like, I know when something's going on with my kid, let's say my, my child is sick or something, I feel like I almost have to worry or I'm not being a good mom or something. Does that make sense to anybody? Like, we think that worrying's helping something. Um, and I just had a vision of her like laying on her floor crying and just feeling so out of control and how hard it is for us to just remind ourselves okay God I know that you see him especially when you're in the situation like I can tell her or I can tell anybody like and I tell my friends this a lot God already sees tomorrow he's not going to be surprised about what's going on he already sees 
the outcome, but when you're in the situation, when it's your child or your husband, when it's your life, it's very hard to not worry and to just give it to God, you know? And and I know personally for me, he's really convicted me on this because there's been times that I've been worried about something and automatically I'll text a friend or put it on Facebook like, I need prayer. And I've heard the voice of God, you know, in my spirit say, you haven't even talked to me about it. Why, why are you going to other people? You haven't even talked to me about it. And that's because, you know, fear basically kind of makes us feel so like chaotic and confused and crazy, honestly, which is the second part of that verse. He doesn't give us a spirit of fear. So he doesn't give us a spirit of confusion, chaos, and craziness in our mind, but a spirit of power and love and sound mind. But I know when I'm fearful, the last thing I feel is a sound mind. I mean, it really don't even take fear sometimes for me to feel like my mind is crazy. It just can feel like that on a normal basis. Hello, hormones. But fear really amps it up, you know, to where I feel chaotic and crazy and kind of just out of control, really. But isn't that all the time? Like, aren't I always out of control? I really am. I mean, I'm not in control. God is. I cannot control tomorrow. I cannot control outcomes. I cannot control people. I cannot control people. Think of me. I cannot control the weather. I can't control other drivers. All I can do is pray and trust. You know, I cannot control when a driver is driving towards my 16-year-old child. I can't. All I can do is pray that he is covered, that he is protected, that he is paying attention. You know, I don't think it's that fear in itself is wrong. I mean, you know, my child runs out in traffic. I'm going to experience some fear there. You know, if I'm in water and I get a cramp and I start to like can't swim, there's going to be a moment of fear there. So I don't think it's like, oh my gosh, I had I had some fear. Uh, in sin necessarily, but of how we live day to day in our life. Is fear ruling it? Are we controlled by fear? Are we listening to the voice of fear? You know, somebody once said that fear is the enemy's twisted form of faith. That's the truth, because what is opposite of faith? Fear. That is the complete opposite. Like if I say I have faith in God, but yet I live in fear, I'm I'm totally opposite of each other, you know? Does that does that make sense? It would be kind of like walking in a room that you the light is on and saying, "Oh, it's dark in here." Like that's complete opposite. It's not dark in there. The light is on. And when I was in the word this morning, I've been spending a lot of time in the message Bible. I love it. Like it kind of just reads like a book, really. Um in 1 John 1:6 it, was, it says, if we claim we have experienced a shared life with him and continue to stumble around in the dark, we're obviously lying through our teeth. We're not living what we claim. But if we walk in the light, God himself being the light, we also experience a shared life with one another as a sacrifice blood of Jesus, God's son, purges all sin. So I was thinking about that, light and dark. And, you know, when my six-year-old has to go to the bathroom and it's dark, like in that whole area, like he won't go. He won't go. I mean, 
I guess he would just probably pee on himself if I didn't get up and go with him. But, you know, in the darkness, we can scare ourselves so easy. I mean, even as adults, like if it's dark, I can sure enough think of something to scare myself. But if it's light, you, I mean, it's not as easy. I'm not saying you can't be scared in the light, but you know what I mean? Like, imagine that. Imagine walking into a dark room and just, you know, why do they do like ghost tours at night? Because it's creepier. I remember going on a ghost tour in St. Augustine. They took us to the um, lighthouse. They didn't have to say nothing. You're just out there walking around scaring yourself. And they didn't even have to say nothing. If they take you to the lighthouse in the daytime, I mean, that that's pointless. They, they might as well just not even do the tour because, I mean, what's that going to be? So that verse says if we walk around in the darkness, we're lying. If we walk around in fear, but we say we know God, we're basically lying through our teeth. That's kind of... That's kind of harsh, ain't it? Let's break it down a little bit like simpler or, or I don't know what the word would be. But I, you know, what you have faith in, like we have faith in all kind of things. Okay. So I have faith in the light switch that when I flip it, the light's going to come on, right? I have faith in my car keys that when I put them in the car, it's going to crank. Well, that was a bad example because my key don't crank my car. I actually have a push button, but you know what I mean? So if I eat food, I have faith that it's going to fill up my tummy. So faith is basically what you put your trust in. I'm trusting the car keys. I'm trusting the light switch. I'm trusting the food. Okay. So if I say I trust God, but I live in fear, then I'm not really trusting him, am I? Am I? You know, I mean, the Bible says that perfect love casts out fear. So that perfect love is Jesus as we remember Jesus and focus on Jesus. That is what will cast out our fear. And I'm going to tell you, I have been distracted lately and have not been focusing on that perfect love. I've been distracted by social media. I've been distracted by all the sickness, you know, that's going on right now. I've been distracted by people. I've been distracted by a lot of other things. But, you know, what is the enemy's, what is his tactics? Distraction. Distraction. It's, I mean, that's, you know, if he cannot, if you are a child of God and he cannot have your soul, he definitely wants your joy. And fe being fearful sure don't bring no joy. So there's these distractions that come along that pull us. I know for me, when I was, you know, talking to God last night in my word, I was thinking, I don't feel like I've walked in much love this week. And I mean, not that I haven't been nice to people, but I like to really like focus on that. Like I, I really like to, when I'm in their presence, pray for them, think about what I can do to make them feel loved. Think about, you know, to be more focused on it, to, to give instead of take. Does that make any sense? And I don't feel like I've been doing that this past week. I feel like I've been like very almost self-focused, like anxious and chaotic, basically in my mind. But that's what the enemy does. He sends distractions to keep us walking from walking in love. Because when we walk in love, we shine Jesus. Because that's what he did. He walked in love. And when we love others, despite of the chaos and the craziness and the confusion going on, that is a testimony for Jesus. When we walk in peace, 
amidst all this chaos in the world, that is a testimony for him. People ask, how can you still have peace with all this going on? Mm, I don't know, Jesus. How can you still feel calm with all this, you know, chaos? Mm, I trust Jesus. I mean, it's just a testimony to point people to him. The Bible says that people are drawn to him by his love. Not by fear, not by chaos, not by confusion, but by his love. If we come to God out of fear, I, I don't know, but I feel like it only holds for a certain amount of time. You know, but when we're drawn to him by his love, when we realize how much we are loved, how much we are loved, when we remember how good he is and how faithful he is and how trustworthy he is that when everything is going on we can always go back and focus on that i'm going to read to you again out of the message bible first or i'm sorry second peter three so i'm gonna start in one my dear friends this is how oh this is now the second time i've written you both letters reminding to hold your minds in a state of undistracted attention. He's talking about the last days here. Keep in mind what the Holy Prophet said and the command of our Master and Savior that was passed on to you by apostles. First of all, you need to know that in the last days, mockers are going to have a heyday, reducing everything to the level of their petty feelings, and they'll mock. So, what's happened to the promise of His coming? Our ancestors are dead and buried and everything's going on just as it was from the first day of creation. Nothing's changed. How many times do we hear that? They conveniently forget that long ago all the galaxies and this very planet was brought into existence out of a watery chaos by God's word. And then God's word brought the chaos back in a flood that destroyed the world. The current galaxies and earth are fueled by the final fire. God is poised ready and ready to speak his word again, ready to give the signal for the judgment and the destruction of the skeptics. Holy Spirit just brought something in my mind, that part that said that um, by his word, by his word, he brought the earth together out of chaos, okay? By his word, he also destroyed the earth in Noah's days. By his word, he is waiting to come again to get us all of that is by his word so how do we chill out during this chaos by his word by getting in the word i mean it's his word that speaks to us it's his word that instructs us it's his word that calms us down and i'm gonna tell you uh facebook is not the book and sometimes i for some reason act like it is or tiktok or other people's opinions. My feet are totally asleep and I can't hardly record this because they're tingling so bad. Hold on. Okay, I think I'm ready. So let's go over what we can do during this time. And I just, I want to give a shout out to my friend on TikTok. She'll know exactly who she is. Um, me and her were messaging back and forth. I think it's really cool how God brings people into your life to help you through a social media app that can be used for so much wrong he can also bring people to you so i have a friend on tiktok and i messaged her and um she was just kind of reminding me of these things i was telling her about how anxiety and fear have been creeping up and i know that's not from god and you know i was 
just kind of venting. I mean, not venting. Well, probably, yeah. But she reminded me of these things. So I just kind of want to give a shout out to her. And she knows exactly who she is. I can't remember her name on TikTok. I know her name in real life. <laughs> I had to look that up. Um, we've got to get in his word more. That's, I mean, if we want to, if we want to fight fear with faith, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So I have to get in his word. We have to get in his word more. And if you have trouble understanding his word, then ask him to explain it to you. I have three or four different versions. Sometimes I read out of one version. Sometimes I read out of another. I've been reading out the message a lot because I wanted to kind of read the story of Noah. And I felt like maybe I would need it more like a story book than just, you know, you know what I mean. And listen, I hope that you do not feel um, condemnation as I'm telling you this, but maybe conviction. I mean, condemnation is not from God. It's from the, it's from the enemy. But because um, I've been guilty of the exact same thing, not being in the word enough. And I've been very guilty of going to books about the word instead of the word. I've been guilty of going to people instead of to God. I've been guilty of saying, oh, can y'all pray for me? Except talking to God about it. So, you know, anything I tell you here, don't feel like condemnation. Just if it applies to you, then let's go. You know, I mean, you know what I mean? So getting in the word more, spending more time alone with God and less time in the world and the world being distractions, social media, the news, TV. I'm guilty. I love me some reality shows and I'm guilty of binge watching them when really, I mean, have I spent that same amount of time in the word? You know, probably not. No, I know I haven't. So being in the word more is going to help me not to live in that anxiety and that fear. The second thing, so the first thing is being the word. The second thing is when fear thoughts hit me, take them thoughts captive. Now, I used not to understand what that meant, but now I kind of visualize it like a thought hits me of fear. I grab that thought, take it captive, which means if you need a visual, I put handcuffs on it, okay? Lead it up to Jesus and hold it up to him. Does it agree with what he has said in his word? Does it agree? If it does not agree, it has got to go. Taking every thought captive is the, you know, is a huge key of living with a sound mind and in that peace and that love that God gave us a spirit of. That's what he gave us a spirit of. He gave it as a free gift. I, I mean, I want that. So I need to do what I need to do to have that. You know what I mean? So I take them thought captive because what happens is if you don't and if I don't, then a thought is like a seed. And I want you to imagine, um, actually, instead of it even being, it is a seed, but imagine this. If I plant a flower garden and I leave that garden for two weeks, and don't do anything to it. When I come back to it, it is going to be full of weeds. Full of weeds. And if I leave it longer and longer, the roots go deeper and deeper. So when you don't take a thought captive that is not in line with God, then them roots go deep. You know, they they take root there. 
and they kind of can overtake what's beautiful. They can overtake the flowers. They can overtake the remembrance of how good God is. They can overtake the focus that we want to have on Him. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like planting a garden because you got to go out there and weed that junk every day. I don't really want to do that. We got mosquitoes here and it's hot. I don't want to do that. But that's what it's like in our mind when we're not in the Word every day, when we're not plucking out them weeds and taking them thought, uh, taking them thoughts captive in front of Jesus. It will overtake your garden. Another thing that we can do is talk to God about how we're feeling. Like, just like I'm talking to you, go to God and, you know, tell me I'm fearful, I'm anxious, I know that's not from you. Help my unbelief. Because basically, when I when I walk in fear, that's what I'm doing. I'm not trusting him. I'm not believing him. So God, help my unbelief. Help me, you know, to place my faith in you completely. Help me to keep my eyes focused on you. Help me to not let distractions come in. Talking to him like I would talk to a best friend. Like when somebody's hurt me and it's very hard for me to pray for them, I tell God that. I'm like, I don't want to pray for them. I don't want to pray for them. But I'm going to tell y'all, I had somebody that I was having a really hard time praying for. Really hard. And I would tell him that. And it still took a little while. But this past week, he like totally changed my my heart with that. I mean, like, it's so cool. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. And I know it's because I went to him with my feelings on it. You know, I didn't go to him pridefully and say, oh, I am not praying for them. I do not care what your word says. They do not deserve your prayer. I mean, come on now. I sure don't deserve his goodness. I mean, I know I have messed up. So for me to say, they don't deserve your blessings, I'm not going to him prideful like that. I'm going to him humbly and and just telling him, like, I don't, I don't know how to pray for you to bless them, but I don't want this in my heart. Like, I knew it wasn't right to feel that way about a certain person it didn't settle well with me it wasn't I knew it wasn't God's will for my heart and I I told him about that and I do believe when we go to him humbly and talk to him about things that are bothering us he always shows up because he's a good father he's a good father and he's a friend and a protector and just so many wonderful things to us right and then another thing that I do is I try to speak it out loud. Like last night, I was like, I trust you, God. Like I just say that out loud so that I can hear it and so the enemy can hear it. Um, you know, we often wait for feelings before we do something. But that's that's really not the way we motivate ourselves to do something. I mean, seriously, like if I felt like going and exercising, I never would. Now, I don't exercise anyways, but I'm just using that for an example. We have to do it first and then the feelings catch up with us. So even if I'm, even if I don't feel like I trust what's happening right now, me speaking it out loud starts that cycle, starts that, I don't know the word, but I'm making sense. You know, saying it out loud even before we feel it is what we need to do. That is, that's, that's faith. I mean, the Bible says you don't see it. You don't see it. 
but that's faith. You know? So I'm gonna I'm gonna speak out loud. I trust you, God. I trust you. I know you see tomorrow. I know you see my family. I know you see my children. I trust you. I trust you. Even if I'm in the middle of the chaos. You know, I did a closet confession on Facebook Live the other day about being in the middle of a storm and how, you know, I was reading a friend. She's in the middle of a storm. Her husband's actually in the hospital. Um, another friend. See, I mean, like, there's a lot of them. So, um, but she was talking about being in a storm. And I had a vision of walking in a storm with an umbrella. And if somebody's walking along with you, you usually always, you know, um, huddle together. Like you just kind of get close. And when we're walking in that storm, Jesus is right there with us. And we are huddled close to him. Like you're huddled under that umbrella, you know. And that's when we draw very, very close to him. It's in the middle of the storm. So even when we're in the middle of the storm, just speaking that out. Like, I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. Even if we don't feel like we might at that time. That's what I want to do. That's what I need to do. That's what I should do. So, just to recap that, getting in my word more, taking my thoughts captive, telling God when I lack trust, and asking Him to help me in that area, and then speaking that out loud. So, I just want to encourage you, if you've been feeling fearful and you've been feeling like you've been distracted lately, I just hope that this encourages you. And I just want to pray for you right now, okay? Me and you. Is that selfish? That sounded selfish. Okay. Dear Father, thank you that we can come to you anytime. Thank you that we don't have to wait for a certain time or a certain person to come and talk to you. Thank you that anytime I can I can tell you what's on my heart and my mind and my feelings, even though you already know it, I do believe that you want me to tell you that you want us to talk to you like that. And thank you. Thank you that we can. I just pray for every person that is listening right now, that you just touch them in a special way this week, draw them close to you, give them peace, remind them that you didn't give them a spirit of fear, but of sound mind and power and love. Help us to walk in that peace so that we can be an example to others that even in the midst of a storm, we still trust you. Help us when we don't, God. Help us with our unbelief. You're so faithful and so good to us that I, I am sorry when I forget that for a moment. I'm sorry. I love you. I honor you. I praise you. I glorify your name. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Amen. <laughs>